everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I want to hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Thank you. So the way this works is if you would like me to pick cards, tarot cards uh, for you, for any, you know, issues or quandaries you might be experiencing, all you have to do is raise your hand. Another way you can do it is find me on Instagram at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z, and you can write me out, you know, your question there, and I will pick cards for you at a later date. I won't get to those ones tonight. In fact, I won't get to most of y'all tonight because I feel like we need more time on this show. Like we barely make a dent in everybody and and everybody's issues, right? Um, But here, I do have this one that I'm going to start with. And here we go. I recently got into a relationship with a very sweet and dependable guy who really loves me. It should be known that I am a bisexual gender fluid person. It should be known with little to no experience dating women or other queer people. So that can often feel like something I'm missing out on. Yeah, no doubt. I recently have started to develop feelings for my male coworker as well and wonder if I'm missing out on romantic experiences being in a committed relationship. I have love for my boyfriend, but I also wonder what it may look like for me to be polyamorous or not committed right now. I guess my question is, what does it look like if I stay with my boyfriend? Is there anything between my coworker and I? And what would polyamory or non-commitment look like for me right now? So I picked a bunch of cards for this query from the Cosmic Slumber Tarot. And okay, so the first ones, oh, thanks for all the healing energy. I know it's, it is a really wild thing, you guys. Um, I am way better than I was yesterday. Um, but you can hear in my voice how congested I am today. So, all right. So for our querent staying with her very sweet boyfriend, um, the very first card tells it all. It's the, ha- the hanged one, which is the hanged man, but this deck does a, ha- a non-gendered hanged man. So it's the hanged one. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're not really comfortable in this situation, but you're hoping that it will pay off a little bit down the road. You know, maybe you'll change how you feel about all of this. Um, and then the next card that comes up is the five of cups. And that's just a sad card, right? I mean, that's the card where you're like, you know, especially um, the, the illustrations in this particular deck, This is a really sweet deck. You know, the person is sitting on the shore, just like gazing into the fifth cup being like, isn't there anything in there for me? You know, you're really trying to make the best of it. You're really trying to get emotionally fed from this relationship, but you're, you're just not, you know, and what can you do about that? Not a lot because your final card is the tower. So, you know, very, very sweet and dependable or not. There's other things to consider right now for you as you sort of put, figure out, you know, what you want your romantic life to look like. And it doesn't look like a committed relationship with this particular person is it. Now I looked at, you know, what does it look like for you? What's the energy between you and this coworker? Like, what's that story about? So the very first card that comes up is the queen of swords. 
she's like, you know, she, especially in this deck, she's like blood splattered. It's like a horror movie, right? But, you know, the, the reason they made her like that and portrayed her in such a way is because she's a little ruthless. She's like, you know, I just got to get rid of what isn't working for me. Sorry if it, you know, hurts your feelings or like pierces your skin or whatever is happening in this card. So that I feel like in a funny way, the vibe I'm getting um, from these cards are he might have shown up to provoke you to get out of your relationship. I don't know that he's like the next big thing for you, but he might be a catalyst because I mean, she is definitely a catalyzer, this person who just popped up. Then your next card is the three of torches, okay, which is the three of wands. And in this deck, it's this person who's sitting, you know, on the side of a cave, sort of looking out to the distance a bit wistfully. So, you know, you're looking wistfully and, you know, this person's arrival in your life is causing you to think about your situation differently and be a little wistful about what you're missing out on. And then your final card here is the emperor. Um, so listen, is he your emperor? Is he your knight in shining armor? I don't think so. Let it be known. You are like bisexual and gender fluid. I just don't think that the, the story is about you hopping from one great guy to another great guy. I think that really what this story is about is giving yourself the room to become the emperor in your life, to become in charge of, you know, who you want to date and how you want to conduct yourself romantically. And honestly, we figure that out by trial and error. So the cards for you being in a non-committed polyamorous situation for, um, are really, really interesting. So the very first card um, for polyamory is the four of pentacles. So I have so much compassion for you. I mean, especially in this in this deck, it's a person who's just sort of like sulking and clutching their pentacles. And I mean, that is definitely a part of polyamory, right? Like you see the person that you love going out on a date with someone that isn't you and you stand there and you clutch all your pentacles and you sulk. <laughs> so, you know, do you have some some jealousy to walk through or some kind of like, is it going to take you a minute to stabilize yourself within that mode of relationship. Sure. I mean, it takes everybody time to do that. Your next card though is the Empress, which makes me feel like ding, ding, ding. Like she is a card of big surging love. So she is a lot bigger to me than, you know, a, a, a minor arcana card. So to me, I'm seeing that like, you know, she can absolutely help you through. You can help yourself through those times when you feel like, oh, I just, I, I feel too possessive to be in a situation like this. So it is a heads up, like heads up, you're going to feel possessive, but also you're going to feel like the empress. Like there's so much love available to you, which, you know, when I was riding high on polyamory, I was getting the empress card like every day. So to me, she's just this card about, you know, what it feels like when that's going really well. Um, and then your final card is the Prince of Cups, which is like very sweet. You know, in the top deck that I often read with, he's he's a little tormented, but he is not tormented in this deck in the Cosmic Slumber. So I'm not reading him like that. He's just like going forth in search of romantic adventure. And, you know, he's going to do his best. And so are you, Clarence. So good luck with whatever you do with your many, your many paramours. But it looks like you are definitely meant to become your own emperor and figure out how to master, you know, polyamory for right now. doesn't mean it's forever, but definitely for right now. And OMG, you got the emperor and the empress. How cool. Okay. Yes, it is a transformation read. What is this? She has, she has so much to have happen for real. She really does. I love seeing what everybody else is talking about in the chat. 
while I'm reading the cards. Um, I just want to let folks know, especially newcomers, if you if you really love this room, and I think you will, it's so fun, you can go and listen to back episodes of it. Just go onto Spotify and um, search for the Your Magic feed, and it's just in our feed. So you can listen to them while you listen to our you know back episodes of our podcasts. And if you're listening to this on Spotify and you want to be part of the fun, just click over into Spotify Live. It couldn't be easier. Okay, I'm going to pick somebody, but hold on. I need a sip of water. Okay. Oh my God, water. How do we live without it? Um, okay, let me see. Ew. Okay, Lana, you are up. Hi. Hi. Oh my gosh. Finally. Okay. So I love this live. By the way, welcome newcomers. She's amazing. Make sure you follow every week. Um, I missed last week because I had a little puppy situation happen. Um, but I did ask a question on Instagram and you have been so generous to always respond. But I did want my cards read because I've kind of gone through some stuff. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to kind of make it, I don't want to like drag everybody out here, but so I made kind of a big move, career, life, location. I moved from up North to down to North Carolina. Okay. Um, I got into a relationship with somebody. It went super fast to the point where like, he asked my like family's hand in marriage. Like it got very serious. Like, totally love bombed the hell out of me Uh and was like so much more into it than I was. Yikes. And we did like the whole, like the last time I saw, well, so we said goodbye to each other. Let me just leave you guys with this. All right. This is kind of like (laughs) the plot thickens. Well, the last time we really got to have a conversation was kind of shitty. So we were going into our, like my going to be 30th birthday, my cards, I'm a Pisces through and through, but I'm a hard person to read because I'm born on a leap year. So so I am a leapling through and through and through, which makes me hard because he was also a Pisces. He was nine days, but two years older. Mm -hmm. Um, we, (laughs) we, sorry guys, we, uh, had, decided that you know we were going to be spending so much overloading time before we moved in together and started like life like things were happening so fast that we were going to just like take a day before like his birthday and my birthday week and he ended up like making plans with his friends and didn't tell me and like rushed me over for his birthday for like a whole 10 minutes where I was just like all right I'm out Uh and then showed up like somewhere like where I was that weekend where like you got to take a ferry to get there and know somebody to know somebody to be there. So it was kind of like a weird scenario and showed up where I was after saying he wasn't. So I kind of want to know, like, cause it was such a weird breakup. There was no, nothing bad between us and things kind of like I like unraveled after nothing weird, but like, I just want to know kind of where my love life stands. Cause Now I'm turning, I'm 30. I just turned 30. And I want to know where I stand with that as well as like my career, my career. (laughs) That's a lot. I just unloaded so much on you, Michelle. I'm so sorry. Okay. But you want to know where you are with, with, in your romantic sphere, which is fine. But you just spent a lot of time telling us the story of this guy. 
So but I need to like be done. Like I'm finally over it. Like when I first reached out to you, which is really cool about this whole Spotify live, right? Like you don't pick people right away, which is kind of awesome because you take time to really think and reflect and go through some stuff before you can really ask the card. And so a lot of things change, right? Kind of got some time to like sit back and be like over it. But now I want to know, like, do I just shut down love or like, do I take a leap on like other people that are like throwing themselves at? Like, where do I go from here? I feel like I just throwing yourself at throwing themselves. At... <laughs> Sorry, guys, this is no, crazy. No, we like abundance for all. We love it. Okay, so I'm picking three cards right now on you know what does your romantic sphere look like, and then I'm going to pick three cards as well on career. Um, since I we... feel so bad. Sorry, everybody in the chat. I feel so bad. Fine, <laughs> it's really it's that's what we're here for. Um, okay, so what does romance look like for you right now? Oh my gosh, you need a break. You need uh, a break, I'm sorry to say, because no, I, I love that. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you love it. I'm, I'm gonna deal with it. I'm gonna embrace it. You're gonna deal with it. Okay. I mean, for love life, you know, and especially knowing that you have some options right now to kind of engage with romance, I was really looking for positive cards to mean go for it, right? And negative cards to me like take a break. So the very first card you got was the disappointment card, the five of cups. So it's like, yeah, you know, you you had some expectations of this guy. Why wouldn't you? And he acted really erratically and strangely. And you need to step back and like heal from that for a minute and make sure that your like red flag indicator is optimum, right? Is like totally working and functioning. I'm um, scared I'm going to go back to this person. That's what's freaking me out. Well, I figured there was more to it because you wouldn't have told that whole story about him. Listen, I just picked the Three of Swords Sorrow card for that. Don't go back to him. I mean, yeah, I no. think he's probably in love with love. Um, and you know, what's what's not to love? Love is beautiful, but like that is a that is a sort of weird um you know, whirlpool that you can really get sucked into. Two Pisces, all Pisces are a little bit in love with love, you know? The next card that you have here is the Hanged Man. So, you know, that's the second time that card has come up tonight and we just got started. So that's, you're just taking a break, right? That is an uncomfortable pause so that you can get something out of it. So like, yes, you want to like detox this guy. Um, And then you got the Seven of Swords is the last one, which is like, the Seven of Swords is all about like, well, this looks good on paper. The fantasy of it is really cool. Why doesn't it actually make me happy? Like that's the that's the gist of the seven of swords, you know, in the Crowley deck. So, so, you know, you really need to like root out like what fantasies you might still be harboring about this person and be really honest with yourself and maybe even do one of those cord cuttings, you no, know, it like, totally sucks. Like the cut of the cord is that. And like that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I just, like have to make sure that the cards were like in my favor on that one. <laughs> yeah. But listen, also work is a great thing for you to throw yourself into right now. Um, anything that work asks of you, if it asks you to go on a trip, if it asks you to change your residence, say yes to it. The centerpiece card for your career right now is the chariot. And it's like work, work is your boo right now. And that's just going to build you up so that like, you're, you know, you're never going to have um, a lack of suitors. So this is going to like just build you up in a really core way so that I don't know, like you're just a little bit less likely to fall, you know, to trip on some bullshit, you know, which everybody does, of course, right? There's a lot of bullshit yeah, in romance, but it just seems like this is where your energy is best spent. Your other cards for career, Ace of Swords. Are you starting, are you starting you to go career? into this? I have a quick question because this might alter some, maybe my perception for me, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but is, 
I'm thinking career change right now. And I just kind of want to know if I'm going in the right direction with that. Absolutely. A new direction would be great. You have the Ace of Swords, which is all about starting out on a new direction, a change. Um, the Chariot is all about changes as well. And then you got the game card, Venus in Virgo, which I love because I feel like you need a Venus in Virgo makeover right now. Like Venus is obviously the love card and, you know, being ruled by Pisces, you're ruled by the fantasy card, right? So it's all about like getting right with what you want romantically and clearing out a little bit of that fantasy. And with Virgo, it's like Virgo sees things for what they truly are to a fault sometimes, you know, they're too critical. They can see, they can see too, too, you know, much of the bad things sometimes, but, um, but I feel like it's what you need. And I really believe that like, so sinking all of your energy into your career sector is going to do wonders to help you out and help you move past this and get into a better shape for, you know, whenever your romance sphere is next open to you. Are the cards are seeing anything for health? And I ask that because I've been kind of on the cusp of making history with something lately. And I just want to know if there's a change happening or if there's something good or something there. Well, you know, I hate picking cards for health. If anything's wrong, please see a doctor. But I just picked the no, six. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I picked the six of cups pleasure. It's a very positive card. Okay. Okay. But get a second opinion from an actual doctor. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm fine. It's about me like helping the better <laughs> with, with what I have. And like now it's becoming somebody very famous now has it. It's becoming like a thing. And I just want to see because I, I just want to see if maybe it's all going to shift. For me. Okay. We have to move on, Lana, but thank you. I got it. Good luck with everything. All right. Next up, we got a real little one that came in through the Instagram. Oh, and I got to tell you guys again, every week I got to tell you, I never will follow you on Instagram and then ask you if you want a reading. When, when that happens to you, that's a scammer. Please report them. You don't need to tell me about it. It happens all day, every day. It's so annoying. So there you go. Okay. I would love some guidance about what to do this summer. I just finished my last semester of undergrad and feeling overwhelmed, currently wanting to take a year off before pursuing a master's or PhD, but currently un unsure if I want to dive into the field of social work, what I went to school for, or if I want to do a more laid back job this summer. Well, this was an easy peasy one. And I picked some cards from the Vindar deck. And, you know, for, for going and jumping into your career that you trained for, the first card you got is the High Priestess. So you're like, damn, okay, awesome. The next one, though, is the Ten of Swords, which gives a totally different read for me to the High Priestess. It's like, oof, you know deep in your gut that you do not want to do this right now. You need a break. And then, you know, the next one that comes up is the Four of Discs, which, you know, came up again, came up earlier. And that's when, you know, you're just clutching. You're just like holding on. So that doesn't look too good. And But what I love about seeing the high priestess there is that you know it. You know, I mean, and we always know, right? But but we always go to the tarot. I mean, that's all I've been doing is sitting in bed playing with tarot cards, right? While I'm recovering from COVID. Um, so for having a nice, like easy job this summer, you first got the Ace of Wands, which is beautiful. Like that's fun. That's like a fun summer. Um, and then, you know, the next one that you got is the Ten of Pentacles. And in this deck, the Ten of Pentacles is really nice. And it's about, you know, things coming to fruition. And what I see that as is you earned a rest. Okay. You have been working very hard. You earned a break. You earned an easy summer for yourself. And then your final card, Page of Wands, which I love that, you know, the page does not have a whole bunch of responsibilities. The page is just starting out and you can embrace that right now. It's not going to be like this forever. So um, yes, 
Have a great summer. Okay, let's see who has their hand up. Danielle, you are on. Hello, you're muted. So unmute yourself, okay? Okay, hello. Okay, hello. How can the tarot help you tonight? Um, I'm so excited that I got picked. So thank you for everything that you do, Michelle. Um, you're I welcome. Have, I have a, a love question as well. Um, just want to get your like energy reading from the cards. Um, okay. I met somebody about two years ago. Uh, we kept it casual for all of that time, um, mostly because of me not being ready to commit. And admittedly, I have some like issues with vulnerability. But anyways, yeah. about two months ago, I decided to give things um, a shot with him. And um, it's been going really well. But I have this like nagging um, feeling that won't go away, just um, that I can't really shake. Like, is this the right person for me um okay. i just want the energy reading okay, so a little vibe yeah exactly but you're not saying that there's been red flags or anything it's just sort of an intuitive it's either it's one of those things you're like this is intuition or anxiety and i can't tell the difference and i have a i have a really bad track record with like just bad decisions i think it's you know going with my intuition it's the right thing but then ends up being wrong so i i feel that okay let's see what the cards have to say about this person, oh, you got really an interesting pull. So the very first one um, that came up is the Three of Wands. So the Three of Wands in the Crowley deck is an especially like magical card to me. Um, it's called Virtue. And, you know, it, the Crowley deck talks a lot about how wands are our, it's our drive, it's our will, it's our, it's our life essence. And in the three, we see our life essence being put into exactly the perfect place that it's supposed to go. So that's really beautiful. That's a big, big yes card. It's, it's sun and Aries. It's like, yes, go for it. I always see it as like the universe's, the universe card's little sister. So, so that is a really, really good card for you. Um, the next card that comes up is the 10 of wands. So the 10 of wands is a rough card. It's Saturn in Sagittarius. And the essence of it is like, um, ugh, I, at some point I wanted to do this and now here I am and I don't know that I want to do it anymore. So are you, are you getting a feeling right now that you kind of want to run from this relationship? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's not really any real reason why I feel that way. Um, I think it's okay. just the lingering feelings of um, being uncomfortable with being close to somebody. So sure. Totally. Totally. So you're hitting that place that feels so familiar, right? So Sagittarius is very optimistic. It's like, okay, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to go for it. This person seems great. And then Saturn comes in and it's just like all of the worries, all the worst case scenarios. And it, and it creates a, a friction and a crisis. Your final card is really interesting. It's the Prince of Swords. So in the Crowley deck, the Prince of Swords um, is this character who's riding a chariot and he wants to move forward, but he's realizing that the fairies pulling his chariot are too weak to actually do the job. They're just little fairies. He needs like unicorns or something. He doesn't have them. So he has his, his sword sort of held back. He's about to cut their reins and try something new. He doesn't know what he's going to try next. He's in uncharted territory, but he knows that what he's been doing isn't working. It's not getting him where he wants to be. Mm -hmm. So to me, this is telling a real story about like, you know, if, if, because your first card is so beautiful to me, it's saying like, this is a good situation for you. Like the relationship is good. The person is trustworthy. Um, you know, you can trust, your instinct um, in the instinct that you had to take a chance with him 
was good, but yet you find yourself at this crossroads that you find yourself a lot. And what's actually great is that now you get a chance to do something different. You know, if in the past, what you've done is sort of been like, okay, bye, this feels really uncomfortable. I'm out of here. You know, what you can do this time is, I don't know, you know, go, you know, seek, seek therapy, um, just stick it out, be honest with him, talk to friends. I don't know, you know, whatever is accessible and feels right for you. Um, but yeah, I'm seeing that this is like a good time for you to actually dig a little deeper into the situation. And I mean, you have a real quiet power about you. Like, it seems to me that, you know, maybe where this comes from and maybe it's not so much about like figuring out, you know, why you have this pattern, but figuring out how to move beyond it. And usually it's just by doing something different and teaching yourself different responses. That makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. I really appreciate that. Well, I, I appreciate you. Thanks for, you know, coming to Ask the Tarot. And I wish you a lot of like success with this because, you know, we all have weird patterns in relationships. And unfortunately, to get through them, we have to actually be in the relationship. Otherwise, they just don't come up, you know? Exactly. No, that makes total sense. And um, it, all, it all tracks. I really appreciate your help. And um, yeah, it's really, it's really helpful. Good. I'm glad we're all rooting for you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We have another. This is a very involved uh, love problem that came into my Instagram. So it begins so much like yourself. I am a sober alcoholic. It's true, you guys. I am a sober alcoholic. Um, I've been happily and gratefully sober since December of 2019 and am super active in 12-step recovery. September of 2020, my partner, who I had been with long distance, her in Oakland, California, and I in Seattle, for three years, abruptly, out of the blue, broke up with me, citing her resentments towards my past drinking as the main reason she couldn't be with me. I was nine months sober at the time. She was also depressed and stressed with the pandemic, which I totally understand. Um, okay, let me see. To be continued in the next message, in our only discussion about um, our breakup, she said something that still haunts me, quote, you owe me a lot of apologies. Oof, I have not gone through my formal ninth step amends yet. So for those of you who aren't familiar with 12-step programs, it really is like a 12-step of action. And the ninth step is you um, say you're sorry to people who were negatively impacted you know, by your drinking or whatever, you know, whatever kind of toxic behavior that you had. And there's a reason that the ninth step amends comes after the eighth. And also there's a reason you do it with a sponsor. You don't do it alone. Okay. Anyway, we only ever had one brief phone conversation when she broke it off and we have not spoken for the past year and a half. Ah, that is so wild to get like a Oh, no. I mean, I, this is my problem, you guys, with long distance relationships. People become concepts. It's, it's like very easy to just think of a person as a concept and like not as a human being. And so like, it's easy to do things like that. But um, okay, let me see. I have done so much work on myself since then and still, still feel uncomfortable uh, with this nagging need for closure. My ex is very not emotional or spiritual and does not believe in self-care. Oh, yikes. It doesn't have much love for herself. I feel like while I'm still pro, um, she has just shelved this relationship up on the closet in her mind and thinks she did all she needed to do. I feel the need to contact her and apologize for the stress and worry I put her through, but also state that she did a bad job breaking up. I'm so scared about how this will be received. <laughs> oh my God, it seems like such a bad idea, doesn't it? What can your cards tell me about this quandary? Okay, so for such 
for such a lesbian question, I turned to a very lesbian tarot deck. I turned to the Daughters of the Moon, my favorite, like second wave lesbian, radical lesbian feminist tarot deck. There's a lot of problems with second wave radical lesbian feminism. I don't need to tell you guys, but this tarot deck's not one of them. I love this deck. So I pulled some cards. What does it look like if you just go in raw, go in hot like you are and make your apology, but also hold her to task for the way she broke up with you? Um, The very first card you got is sorrow. Okay, which is a a card about being sad and things feeling emotionally heavy and bad. Um, The Three of Pentacles, which is about work, right? Um, Which is an interesting card to come up. So, you know, is there a possibility that you guys will like work through this as a result? Possibly. And then the last card is the Eight of Blades, Swords. Uh, It's called Decisions in this one. So, you know... I know what you're proposing is kind of a big thing. You're kind of, you're making amends in a rather rogue way, right? It doesn't sound like you've hit your ninth step amends. So, and it doesn't sound like you're under the, um, you know, tutelage of a sponsor. In fact, you're just under the tutelage of a stranger who reads tarot cards who happens to be sober. So, you know, it doesn't look as bad as I thought it was going to look, but it doesn't look good with that, with that sorrow card. I then asked, what if, my querent, what if you actually keep working your steps with a sponsor, which I hope you're doing? You said you're involved in, you know, you're very active in 12 steps. So usually in my experience, that means you're working the steps. You have a sponsor. I know that COVID has really messed that up for people and everyone's behind on their steps. I, I get it. But what if you press pause and just do a normal ninth step amends, you know, and here's what you got. You got the six of cups, in this deck, it's called Compassion. And basically the illustration are like five naked ladies massaging a sixth naked lady by the shore while a bunch of ocean waves in the form of naked ladies bring them cups. This deck is wild, you guys. It's so good. So that's lovely. Compassion. Compassion for her. Compassion for yourself. Okay. And then you got um, like a, it's like the queen of wands, basically. And this one is called Mother of Flames, Leo Chantico. It's this like um, Mexican goddess of the her- her- hearth. Um, she's like a mom. She's got good mom energy. And I'm just seeing, is that your sponsor? Do you get some great mom sponsor to like help you sort this out? You don't have to do this by yourself, right? It sounds messy. And then your final card is the set it's called celebration so it's it's like the world i think you guys if you were intrigued by the six of cups i have to tell you the celebration card is like a bunch of naked women dancing the horror together um on a giant woman's stomach it's like mother earth but it's like fully literal like her bush is behind them and her boobs are in front of them it's totally this deck is crazy I think you guys would like it. Um, But anyway, it's a great card. And I'm seeing that as like, yes, man, absolutely. Don't do it alone. Don't just fling yourself out there with all your sadness and your uncertainty. Get somebody to help you. Grow grow more compassion for both yourself and your ex. You're going to feel good about it when it's time to do it. Now, I also 
because I related to part of your question about also wanting to tell her, you know, like what time it is. I mean, I went through a COVID divorce as well. And for a while, I was very much like, I need a fucking apology, you know, and I just been waiting for my goddamn apology, haven't gotten it. And, you know, it can be really heartbreaking to like give that, give up like your bit of justice that you feel like you deserve in a breakup. But I just was wondering, you know, what would it be like if you just sort of let go of your need to kind of tell her that she also didn't do a good job? You know, what if you just kind of let go of that need for the apology? And the first card you got was the two of pentacles. It's called balance in this deck. It's called change in the, in the Crowley deck. So it's very interesting. It's, it's some balance comes in, right? Which is, you know, that's cool. The next one is it's, it's like the princess of cups. She's a beautiful, um, African mermaid named Mami Watu. And she's chill. She's just like chilling on her, on her rock, keeping the focus on herself. She doesn't need anything from anyone. And then the last one is the three of blades or the three of swords, which is not, that heartbreaking card we normally see um, with the three of swords in a normal, (laughs) because this is not a normal tarot deck, you guys. Okay. But so this one has three, you guessed it, naked women, because all the women in this deck are naked, like all the time. And they're like meditating on the sands of Egypt before like the Sphinx in a pyramid. And the North star is shooting beams of consciousness into their crown chakra. Okay. So, um, you know, but really what it's about is having a clear mind. So I think I say, don't do it. Work your steps, get your sponsor, work on letting go of needing anything from your ex. Okay. I think you actually might get what you need. I think you might get an acknowledgement. You might get an apology, but it's like one of those weird things that you're going to get it by not asking for it or demanding it. You're going to get it by actually being the bigger person and working a really strong program and coming in and like doing your amends when it's time. All right. There you go. And again, you guys, I could tell I've titillated so many of you with my talk of this tarot deck. It's called Daughters of the Moon. It's round, of course, and purple, also, of course. All right, let's see who has their hand up. And again, you guys, you're listening to Ask the Tarot. For those of you who came in late, this is live tarot. You can raise your hand or uh, send me your questions, uh, direct message on Instagram at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. If you like this show, and I hope you do, you can find back episodes at the Your Magic feed on Spotify. Your Magic is my podcast. Okay, cool. Let me see. Who do we have here? All right, Shell, you are up. And how can the tarot help you tonight? Hi. Thank you. Um, uh, Hopefully I'll make this quick. So I am, I currently am, am like working at a job that is great money. Um, It's good work but it's also just really emotionally heavy. And I'm like finding that I sort of dread going to work every day. Um, But so today, just sort of on a whim, I applied to this other position. (laughs) Um, And I don't know like what's going to come of that. And I don't even know if it's really the right answer, if it's just kind of like a, (laughs) I'm sort of like reaching for anything. Uh Um, So I was wondering if maybe you could pull just some cards on that. Yeah, for sure. So let's see, is this, the job for you. Let's see what this <laughs> looks like. Um, 
huh, I think it's a step in the right direction. I don't know if it's going to, um, your final card in the three card spread is the moon. So that's why I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get it is what I'm kind of mm-hmm. guessing from that. But your first two cards are really um, interesting. The first one is the two of swords, which is peace. And it's mm-hmm. about having peace of mind. So it's like, yeah, you really need to get out of, of where you're working right now. And I think that like this, this move that you made is really just to show yourself like there's other, there's other jobs out there. I can prioritize my peace of mind. Um, your next card that came up is the nine of wands, which is moon and Sagittarius strength. So it's like peace of mind and like strength of heart. Like you can get out of there. Then you get the moon card. So I think it's saying, ah, maybe not this one, but maybe it is time for you to actually take a, a change. Oh my God. I'm like, is it time to take a change seriously and start looking for other jobs? And I just pick the change card for you. The two, <laughs> two of discs, Jupiter and Capricorn. I mean, in Capricorn, you know, rules work and Jupiter mm-hmm. rules like good times. So <laughs> better times at work. You don't need to, to, to be in a workplace that's draining you like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes total sense. It does, right? Good. Thank you so much. I hope you feel better. Okay, good. All right. Okay, cool. All right. Here's one that came in through the transom. Um, Oh my God, you guys, I'm like in my bed. I've never done this from my actual bed before. I can't tell how I feel about it. I usually sit at a desk. It feels much more, you know, official. Okay. Um, Let me see. Let me see. I relocated to Massachusetts for a romance I thought was the one. It failed. And on top of that, I was faced with a life-threatening situation that hospitalized me for almost an entire month. Oh, my God, that's awful. Um, Eleven surgeries later, and I am finally back on my feet. I want to move and get back to passion. My question is where? Back Back to Colorado or to Arizona? I've been asking the universe for signs and have gotten mixed signs. Can you assist me with this next step? Well, I'm so glad that you're out of the hospital. 11 surgeries sounds incredibly taxing on a body. I'm glad you're like, you know, wanting to jump into your passion. That's like a really, that's really great. So with that in mind, um, I was like, you know, pull some cards for you. And I'm pulling from the Gentle Thrills Tarot, which is like one of my most aesthetically favorite decks. I'll put all of these decks I'm pulling from. Um, I'm going to put them on Instagram afterwards, okay, from my bed. So you guys can all take a peek. Um, so for Colorado, the very first card you got is the Hermit. And, you know, I actually like that for a question like this because the Hermit is one of the few cards that is, you know, he's shown in his home. His cave is his home and it's so important to him, you know, and it's where he heals in a way. You know, the Hermit is somebody... If you think about it, he's a character who's sort of looking for healing, like he's going away to take care of himself. And you're like, I get it. You're like, frig, you know, healing in a cave. I'm, I'm done with the hospital. I want my passion. So I get that. But I still think he's good for you. Or in this case, she is good for you because this deck has a female hermit. The next one is the two of cups. And that's love. So like, ding, ding, ding. That is a very nice. That's very nice. Um, you said back to Colorado. So um, I don't know if you have people there, um, friends, family, people who really care about you, who you really care about, but that looks beautiful. And then your final one, King of Pentacles. I mean, and again, I love this deck. The King of Pentacles is um, a female with like horns and pentacles on her cheeks. And um, she's just like boss. You know what I mean? She's like completely ruling and active. So if you're wanting to go back, um, that looks great. Colorado looks awesome. 
Arizona is where I wanted to tell you to go just because I love Arizona. But you got the Four of Cups. The Four of Cups is like, okay, you know, and then you got the Seven of Swords, which is like better idea than reality. Right. And then you got the Queen of Pentacles. So this is what I think. I think that um, Colorado is the place for you to go for sure. Um, You know, is your life going to fall apart if you move to Arizona? I really don't think so. I just think there's there's going to be something funny about maybe feeling like you never quite gain your footing or something like that, where I feel like there's a real sense of peace, love and um, opportunity waiting for you in Colorado. So I really like that for you. Okay. All right. Oh, you're somebody is in Arizona. I got to tell you, I think that Tucson, Arizona is one of the most magical towns in the world. And there's a part of me that always just wants to live there. Um, There, I said it. Okay, let me see who's got their hands up now. Philip, you are up. Hello. Um, You're muted. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hey, sorry if I just screamed. No, you didn't. You didn't. Well, sorry, I've been coughing in your face all night. My God. Oh, you're good. It's a beautiful sound. <laughs> I have a question about um, my career at the moment. So um, okay. I graduated during COVID and um, I feel like a lot of my uh, momentum, I guess, uh, got like cut. And so um, I have kind of just been reevaluating, I guess, what I want to do, um, trying new interests, um, but also like moving away, but also trying to reconnect with um, stuff that used to interest me um, in kind of my career sphere. Yeah. So now I'm faced with um, these two different job applications. Um, What for one job, I made it pretty extensively through the process. Um, We got pretty much to like the last um, interviews. And then they um, basically were saying like, oh, we want to change a little bit about um, what the job is going to entail. So we're going to need to um, have everyone start all over. So um, that kind of came as a surprise. um, And I guess kind of a disappointment after I had like put four months into this process um, and then, finding out we're going to have to start it all over um, was kind of a letdown. Um, and then now I found this uh, new job where, um, so I guess to preface this, the the, the first job um, that has more to do with like my newer interests and like skills I'm like more interested in um, developing now coming out of COVID. Um, but um, this newer job is the, um, it has more to do with things I were what was interested in before before COVID when I was more active um, out in the community and such. Um, but it's kind of looking like a brighter option, especially in lieu of the the kind of reset that the the first job um, has has taken. Okay. And so they're both still options, but um, I guess I'm just wondering what the tarot has to say about uh, which. Which paths or path is looking? Okay, so first I'm going to pull on the um, the old job that's kind of doing this reshuffling. Um, what does it look like for you to, you know, go forward with them in spite of how really annoying that sounds? Um, and now I'm shuffling, asking about the new job. What does it look like for you to go with this newer job? Um, okay, so let's see here. Oh, oh, the old job looks terrible, Philip. It looks bad. 
the new job I think will be good. Um, huh? Is there a door number three? Um, right now it's okay if there isn't. Kind of. Um. Ooh, I know what I want to ask you. Oh, there is kind of a door number three. Not really. Like it's okay. more of like a kind of a wandering mind type thing. Like, oh, uh-huh. okay. like is there something else out there? What do I want to do? Is right. Okay, so actually, so now, now that you're kind of sparking my uh, my uh, imagination a little bit, the um, so there's a long, long while that um, I was kind of interested in going into completely separate field from um, what I went to school for, and um, but I just never really, I kind of dabbled in it, but I never really committed to it. It's just something that I did for fun um, or like kind of helped out um other friends with when they were like needing needing help or just like um i guess i don't know support and but it is something that i've been interested in and so i guess i'm kind of wondering about that as like a third okay i'm gonna pull some cards on that right now what does this third option look like if you were to move into that huh that looks really michelle what i said but what were you gonna ask me michelle Oh, I was also going to ask, okay, so if you take the new job, is there any sort of like, um, like, are you going to get in a fight with your old job? <laughs> you have a fight card. That's, that's the only thing I'm wondering about. So let me just break it down. It's let me break- so funny that that came up because so, I guess to give a little bit more context before COVID, I was very, um, and all through school, I was very involved in like activism and social justice. Oh. And so, and then and uh what i went to school for was journalism and so um coming out co- or graduating during covid and then kind of and, and trying to enter that as a workforce when like nothing was really happening um the whole world kind of went on pause right and so um i kind of like stepped away from that and then also just the deal with um covid as uh, as as what it is as a pandemic um I mentioned that I kind of stepped away from like community um, and not that I'm not interested in that anymore. It's just, it's been kind of stressful for me to try to re-enter that. Um, and also I like kind of moved across the country in like a weird whim. Um, <laughs> so that's been weird too, but anyway. So the, so the, the old job that's being re- restructured is a journalism thing? The old job that's getting restructured is um, more of like a marketing type thing. Okay, that's bad. Don't do that job. The very first card you have is the Ten of Swords. It's awful. It's like you already know it's been nagging at you that this doesn't feel right. And it's not right. Your next card is the Four of Cups, which in the Crowley deck especially really highlights that there's something unstable about it. It just like doesn't feel like something you can really sink into, know your place, know your tasks, trust it. And then your last card is the Five of Discs, Worry. So it's like, oh. It's like every bad card in the deck for that. I don't like it. So in the next, the new job, that is something that's more about activism? Yeah. Um, so pretty much directly, like it's for um, a, a pretty well-known act, like activist organization, um, or uh-huh. social change act uh, organization. And so um, that's like kind of more directly in what I was, like, was in. Um, before. That is so funny and so great. And I love that that is what the Princess of Swords is representing in this poll because she is like an activist. Like she, in the illustration, in the, in the Crowley deck, she's just like this amazing, badass person who is destroying a temple because the temple is corrupt. 
you know, and there's other ways to deal with it. Maybe she could ask to speak to the manager. She's not. She's just like, I'm taking down this corrupt ass temple and she's destroying it. So I really love, actually love her for this for you because the next two cards are really good. Um, the next one is the three of discs and that is a work card. It's Mars in Capricorn. Capricorn wants to move forward. It wants to work, right? And Mars is an engine. Mars also wants to work. It wants something to do. So this is really, really great. Um, and also you got the two of discs, which is change. And so it's like, yeah, it's time for a change that this will, you know, be bringing into your life. And also you're going to be working for change. So it's like the change card just makes sense in so many ways that I love. Um, yeah. Astrologically, it's Jupiter in, in Capricorn. So to get two Capricorn cards on a job pull is really good. I think it's auspicious. Um, I did pick those three cards for this other thing that you like to do. And like, can this, you know, is this something you can monetize at some point? Maybe it doesn't look like you quite understand how to do that right now. Um, you know, you got the um, the nine of, of wands, which is strength. It's, you know, moon in Sagittarius. And then also the four of swords, truce, Jupiter and Libra. So it's like, this is clearly something you're very good at. Um, and that brings you pleasure, but also in the middle, you have the Prince of Swords and he just doesn't know how to make it happen. So just know that if that's something you want to put more of your time into down the line, sorting that out, it, it could be good for you, but you'd really have to figure it out. For now, I say go with this activism job. It looks really great for you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I'll like, direct target. No, no. That's awesome. I'm so glad it was helpful. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Oh, we have five minutes. I can pull somebody out else out from here. Um, Gian, if I've said your name right, I hope I have. Gian, maybe it's just Jean, but you look too yes. for that. Hello? Hello. Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. This is awesome. <laughs> I've been waiting to be called. Um, hi. Um, so my question is a work question. Okay. Um, I've been looking for work since last year, and I finally got a job offer just last week yeah so happened that I got another job well more like an interview um not really an offer but opportunity so um because I kind of got a little scared I (laughs) took the first one um and it's a great job they actually value me and 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 I definitely feel like the welcoming Mm -hmm. the second job I just kind of feel like damn that's the one that I wanted because I connected more with I'm in design and, um, but I just, I guess I just want to know, uh, did I re- make the right choice? Um, you know, with, with going to, with job A, um, I just don't want to be like, Oh, the what if, you know? And right. Oh God. Yeah. You don't want to be haunted by the, oh. yeah, they both had incredible benefits, incredible, um, uh, people, uh, one second job is definitely more recognized. Uh-huh. Um, or in my design realm and whatever. Uh-huh. The other one is it's an adjustment for older women, but still, I, you know, I value the people. But okay, well, first, I'm going to pick three cards on the job that you said yes to, right? The job that this first job. I'm picking three cards on what's that going to look like for you? What's the energy there? And like, and we're looking at like, what's your highest good? Like what's in your highest interest? And now we're going to look and see what about um, this other job that you just interviewed for? What does that look like? Um, God, when it rains, it pours. I can't believe that like after looking for a year, you're in this situation. Uh, 
so yeah. funny. <laughs> it was the struggle you know something? Real. It actually looks like the job the job that you're in is better for you. Um, it actually looks really good. The very first uh, card that came up is the Ten of Discs, which in the Crowley deck is called Wealth. And we just like love seeing that for a work card, right? It's like, yeah, they do have good benefits. Like you're being very compensated there. And um, yeah, it's it's an awesome, I believe it's an, it's a Virgo card. And your next card though, and this is what's really getting me, is the star. I mean, yeah, that's really amazing. Um, there's something about the way you spoke about it where it seemed like maybe there's something more old guard about this one. And maybe the, uh, the one you just interviewed for, there's something maybe a little bit, it, maybe it feels a little bit more contemporary for you, but it looks like you will be valued in this job and you might be, you know, there's something maybe about you being the one who is, you know, if you're working with older people. So there's something about um, you're going to be the person there that everyone is looking to for the relevance, for the youth energy, for like to, to bring that that extra exciting energy down. And you're going to do so well at that. Um, you also have the two of discs which is the change card and it's Jupiter and Capricorn. I think there's a lot of room for you to move in this job. Um, Capricorn wants to keep climbing and getting more, more, more. And Jupiter is like, oh, you want more, more, more? Here, have more, more, more. I mean, it's a, it's a great card. I mean, that's an amazing lineup for, um, you know, for a job. For the other job, it's, it's a weird, it's weird. I mean, the last card is the death card. So yeah, so right there, I'm just like, I don't know, something's weird about this. Like it's not, going to last? Does the company go under? Do, you know, do they have like a, a reshuffling that messes with your position? I don't know. The very first card is the Knight of Discs. And I just don't love the Knight of Discs for, you know, a job kind of thing. It's, I mean, he is creative and I don't know. I just feel like we want, we want to see you moving. Um, that's the energy that I'm getting for you. And he's not moving. The next card is the art card. So there is something here for you. Like I get while you're, while you're attracted to this place, the art card is a great card. Um, but to have it flanked by the Knight of discs on one side and then the death card on the other, there's, it's just telling me that there's not necessarily room for you to, to move or grow there. And I really see that in this other place in the place you're working. Right. Yeah. Okay. That. I mean, that makes me feel better because I. I was, you know, just. I was hoping I made the right choice and not like base it off of fear. But I, uh, I genuinely lo- loved the first interview with the first job. Oh, good. No, I felt the warmth. You know. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. I, it seems like they um, they they see you. And when the star card comes up, it's like you get to let your freak flag fly at this point. Like you get to be yourself. You're going to be valued for that. So. What's better than that? Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Cool. Well, thank You're you so welcome. much. Good luck. My money piece. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Oh, sorry. I cut you off a little, a little fast there. I didn't mean to. Um, oh my God. I'm seeing Lacey asking if anyone else went down an Alistair Crowley K-hole. Um, I'm so happy to hear people like that episode because I really enjoy doing those type of episodes that require, you know, research and they're so juicy. And I have a couple of other Crowley themed episodes like in my head that we're going to do. So I'm really happy you guys like that. And I'm so happy you were here tonight. Thanks for being part of of the show. You know, we do this every single Thursday, six o'clock on the East Coast. I'm sorry, six o'clock on the West Coast, nine o'clock on the East Coast. And, um, 
You can always listen to back episodes on the Your Magic feed at Spotify. And I'll see you guys next week. And I'm planning on having having eradicated this cough by then. Um, But thank you so much for all the well wishes. And have a magical week, you guys. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live. 